Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast, Heal the Unicorn, with Yana Kasparzak and Bethany Briggs, where we talk about everything and anything that I and you and Bethany, as a unicorn, as one of a kind individual going through, anything that we are dealing with, anything that is coming up, and anything that you bring to us that you want us to cover a topic of. For example, the topic today, um, with the gifts that we have, that we're born with, some of them will mention that you might not fully been aware of that you have at your disposal to live the life that you want. And others are the ones that you got to do a little bit of work in uncovering. But first, what do you think about my spotlight? <laughs> Those of you that have seen the videos, this is brand new. And I call this color the unicorn color. It's like light uh, in the middle and then dark around the outside. So um, we'll go right into the topic, I guess. Right. And we'll skip the interest for today. Maybe we'll do them next time where we can, you know, you probably know who we are at this point. Oh. Right. Or check the Facebook page. But yeah. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. Do a little snooping. So let's talk about the gifts that we are all born with, that we are not aware of or not in control of more more so we know that they're there but we're not consciously aware because we're just so used to these gifts and by not by not um spending the time to master each of these gifts that we're born with and you know mastering them we are denying ourselves living the life that we actually want to live so the first one i'm going to start with is breath this is something that is a gift because if we did not have our breath we would not be living and it is a gift to be able to breathe okay and breath some of us are born not having difficulty breathing and others do have difficulty breathing so they learn from an early age the importance of breath Whereas the rest of us that are not aware of breath and we can just go, we, we go by, you know, our daily life every single day, every single week, every single year, and not even being conscious of the one thing we have that helps us to regulate the body in every aspect and to heal the body as well and when we go without mastering the skill right mm -hmm. so i i heard something in the one of these really really great books and the book is called how to think like a monk by jay uh, jay shetty so one of the things that he was saying in the book is um, his experience, his conversation with a 10-year-old monk who had told him that he that one of, one of the things that we are we have with us, one of the gifts that we have with us is something that we're born with and something that, you know, you know, we start our life and we end our life, and that is our breath. 
So it's very important to master our breath because when we uh, when we feel any kind of emotion, we our, our breath changes. So why not start there by mastering this gift that we have all been giving at birth? Right. So Bethany. What are your thoughts, your experiences, your knowledge on this one particular gift of breath? And then you can jump into other gifts that we're born with that you want to talk about that we are not aware of having. So, so. Okay. Um, so just writing something down so I can come back to it. Um, so man, breath is an amazing gift. Um, I notice a lot of the times when I'm dealing with something that's like an obstacle or I'm feeling like overwhelmed or like stressed out, I notice I'm not breathing properly. I'm breathing in my chest instead of my stomach or, you know, I'm not taking those deep nourishing breaths that really help you find your center and your balance. And so like you're saying, everything with the breath, um, it's an amazing gift because even that if that's the one self-care practice you do for yourself it's like one of the best ones because it regulates your nervous system it regulates your mind it regulates your body um it helps you release as well um so that's I definitely agree with it being like one of the best gifts or one of the one of the most empowering gifts I guess you would say um Another gift that I would have to say is also really amazing that we have is our intuition and like our inner wisdom as well, that inner guru, that inner teacher, because when you really sit down and connect with yourself, you find all these answers that you've had that you haven't been able to answer and you hear answers like on on the internet or you ask someone and they give you an answer, but until you fully connect with it and you really feel that intuition and wisdom, it kind of is like, eh, okay. And I recently had a realization um, with candy where I was eating a lot of candy for Halloween because it was Halloween. So yeah, I enjoyed candy, of course, but in the past, um, I would get munchies really bad. I would eat bags and bags of candy and I'd wake up the next day with a horrible migraine. And I realized that it wasn't necessarily just because I was sick with something. Yes, I was sick with sugar like overload. I was sick with having my brain be so foggy and groggy from the sugar. And that just came about um, with Halloween and me feeling the same thing. So it was that gift of intuition and like learning, also like learning from yourself is a really good gift as well. Um, it's kind of goes along the lines with intuition, but it can totally be something else as another gift, um, using yourself as a teacher. Um, but um, what other gifts that we have? um our creativity but we're born with our creativity and i think the best way to find your creativity is by going after your your curiosities trying new things 
um, one thing you taught me was a curiosity list or even a dream list, write these out. And a lot of the time you're going to find your gifts on the, on those pages. Cause I, I remember when I was doing the exercise right before I'm like, I don't know, like, what do you, how am I going to make a whole page? And then it just came out and it's just like page, page you know, it's just like a full page. Um, and so I think going after your curiosities, you're going to find your gifts and then meditating on it, asking yourself questions and doing the self-assessment behind it, um, while breathing and, um, following your intuition. Yeah. Kind of all goes together in a way too. It's yeah. like, yeah, there's, they have that alignment with each other. Yeah. And a lot of the things that you were just talking about, your intuition, your wisdom, um, the creativity, all of that is the brain and the heart. So those are the other, you know, physical gifts that we were born with. So we're born with breath and then we're born with the heart, right? And some people need to be more cautious of how they uh, live their life based on the heart they were born with. And um, what else? The heart, the brain, same thing for the brain, right? And so a few things I jotted down as reminders. Brain needs exercise as well, just like the body. It needs exercise. And it's essentially the same exercise as everybody would do, but it would be a little bit different based on your likes, your dislikes, your curiosities, and things like that. So now that I've mentioned curiosity, that is brain and heart. And the breath changes as well. So when Bethany, you were talking about that list, right? You were writing down that list. Did you notice your breath change with certain things that you had written down? that you were curious about? Honestly, no. But recently I went through the lists and I noticed my breath would change on certain things that I, I've learned to be my gift now. So if I were to have that, you know, have this knowledge then, I probably would have noticed my breath more. But I had, like I was saying, I did notice when I was over reading through the lists like my breath did change it was more ah, like deeper breaths and the stuff that I wasn't sure about it was they weren't as deep you know it was kind of like uh, it was just a breath you know yeah. I guess it's more of a nourishing breath on the on the other the other things yeah see hearing you say it all I hear in my head is that because I love organizing decluttering as well and that goes with the thoughts and that goes with the things that we are doing and it goes with our curiosities and like Marie Kondo would say if it doesn't spark joy you let it go when it comes to this curiosity list and that's why uh, I'm glad that you mentioned um that you were rereading it, that you were revisiting and you're going over the list. And that is actually the key to paying attention to your breath when it comes to this curiosity list. And the reason why I mention is because, and the reason why I'm even talking about the curiosity list is, you know, going to the other part of the, uh, you know, the conversation today of, you know, we have the gifts that we're born with, and then there's the gifts that we can uncover and follow and, 
they are our passions and we can utilize them in the way that allows us to have the kind of life and the lifestyle, most importantly, that we dream of living. And it starts with your childlike curiosity. It starts with making that list of the things that you are curious about and then rereading that list maybe a couple of times to feel each thing that is on that list. That's where the heart comes in. That's where the breath is there. The brain is there. All of these things that you were, you're born with, um, you know, muscles and everything else that's, that's extra that allows us to express ourselves, <laughs> right? Uh, our eyesight as well. But I'm just focusing on the main, um, main things that allow us to exist in the way that we want to. Because we might, we're all more than capable of finding peace and experiencing peace in the midst of total and total chaos. And the reason why I say that is because if one individual in the whole entire world is able to do that, and we can all think of a person, whether we know them or we've seen them on movies or we've heard of, because for certain jobs, for certain careers, you need to be so still and so steady and so calm no matter what. So if one individual can do it, you gotta explore what did they do because if they can do it, you can do it. Just need to really want it and master it. It's performance versus mastery, right? Do you want to perform and do great, or do you want to master it and become a master? Because one is um, for you know for everyone, and the other one is more so for yourself, and then you get to share with everyone. So uh, I'm all about mastery, whether it's the breath. And I used to catch myself not breathing all the time. No wonder my anxiety was, you know, panic attacks <laughs> so often. So once I learned to master my breath, and I'm still learning to master it because I'm still not a master of that. Um, the heart, that's where the feeling and emotion is. That's where creation happens. That's where manifestation comes from as well. And connected with the mind, you know. What else was there? Um, so the curiosity list, that is the next conversation now. Um, going over the list, that's where we were, going over the list and feeling what sends out to you the most that you want to try first, okay? Now, it will be challenging because it'll be challenging in different ways for everyone, but it's not as challenging as and as difficult as the brain makes it out to be. I wanna remind you that the brain is very black and white, that it goes to the worst case scenario that I'm gonna die. And that's where you start to feel like, you know, you're gonna die, the anxiety and panic sets in, but you know, that's not true. So, and then the other side of the brain, it goes to the best case scenario. Right. So, Think of that. You, you do have a choice to go this way or go this way. Yes or no. Yes or no. It's black and white. That's how our life is. It's a yes or no. It's decision. Uh, there are no maybes because maybe is just a, it's a prolonging, you know, almost agony and, and worry and stress. And am I going to do this? Skip the middle part. 
black and white, yes or no. So on this list, um, you're going to feel a certain way. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it, right? That's going to be one-on-one. -on -one. But I want you to just pick two things you want to explore. For some of you, it will be, I can't pick the two because I can't, I don't feel anything. I feel just too much of everything when it comes with everything. Uh, but chances are, there aren't going to be too many of you on here listening that feel that way. Most of you will feel the other way. Just two? I can't pick two. I want to do 10 of them. And I want to do 10 of them right now. And I'm actually being nice, but allowing you to pick two. One is best. Laser focus. That's how we get things done. And we can explore and see if we like it or not. But you'll know pretty quickly if this is for you or not. And then start doing something with it. Whatever that curiosity is, start exploring it. Maybe make a list of what is the first place you want to do or in exploring this. Right, Bethany, what did you do? Um, really, the first thing I did when it came after you or after it, I meditated on it. Um, and I asked myself the questions of, is this gonna, is this really expanding or am I picking this because I just want to pick something? Because that's what, for me, I had trouble picking something. Cause like, like you're saying, you want to do a bunch. It's like, oh, this is exciting. I didn't realize I had this knowledge. And then, so it was just like, oh, okay, I got to pick one. So I meditated really before I picked the one I meditated a little bit, I journaled wrote it out so I could just see it. And then once I picked, did the same thing, meditated, wrote it out, um, taking the time to kind of just to really check in with myself to see if it's fully aligning. Um, and then I just, I just did it. Um, I didn't ask questions on myself. You know, I, I chose it, so I'm doing it. And it was just one thing at a time. Uh, one example uh, for me was writing. Um, I wrote a poem I just I had like I think it was a coaching assignment where it was like okay write a poem or it was a homework I made for myself that's what it was and so I ended up writing two poems that day instead of just one and I noticed how joyous I felt behind it um, and I noticed that I felt expanded and just that moment of writing it's just like oh I let it out I, I'm uncovering my gift and another thing recently is dancing. Um, I really just, once I, I just had to start dancing. I just, okay, turned on music and I'm dancing. Um, and now I had that, it sparked that joy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel the same. Like after I write a poem, I feel the same after I do yoga, you know? So it was just like, I just felt so much more empowered and expanded. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just do it, you know, just. Yeah. Just do it. And you started with one, essentially, because if I remember correctly, it was the yoga that you started with. It was meditation and then um, a little bit of meditation. And then you went right into yoga. And how many days are you have you been doing yoga now? Uh, two years and 111, uh, 112 days. Yeah. And that's pretty much every day nonstop. Yep, every day. You started uh, doing yoga. And then that's when, you know, you wanted to explore the yoga a little bit more, but you weren't ready with that. Um, which, you know, as a coach, 
bravo for recognizing it. Okay, what's next? Let's go into the next one. And you go into the next one. And I remember you're like, damn, that felt good. Because you started also journaling as well. And you started really liking journaling. And you still do journaling. How many days of journaling now too? Same. Like, well, it's a little, maybe a little bit more. But no, I'm pretty sure it's, it's two years and uh, 112 days of journaling. Yeah. So that's, you know, one curiosity, next curiosity, next curiosity, because one of them, and then you realize that well, you, know, you found some poems from when you were a child and that was like, oh, that's the curiosity I want to explore now, right? And, you know, me as a coach, from, I'm sitting from the side, I'm like, I see you seeing your path and connecting the path and it's like you you wanted something what's next but yoga you're not ready for the next step in the yoga which you are now right and it's been just over a year and you wanted to explore writing and then you know especially then you found I remember you showing the poems as, as, as a child that you've written and you're like this this is it like, this is it. This is a sign. Like, I, I'm going to do this right now. And you tried, you know, like I said, homework was to do one, you did two. And, and then from that day on, you were doing poems, mm -hmm. right? And how many things were on that curiosity list of yours, if you remember? Man, there was at least 20. I know there was at least 20 different things on it, maybe more. Mm -hmm. I uh, had 50 in mine. 50? <laughs> yeah, like 50. And I had to like, and I was one of those people that I got to pick one? No, no, no. So I picked three and I was exhausted. <laughs> and I don't remember what those three things were because it became too much for me. And this is why I want you to, I wanted to share my little journeys and little stories and everything. And then now when I picked three of them to do, I was overwhelmed. I don't remember what they were. I know one of them was the things that I still do, which is, you know, the, the live videos, the podcasts, the conversations, all of that. Um, that was one of them that I, that I picked, uh, but I've been already doing it previously. I just picked something that I was already doing that I wanted to expand on. And I can't even remember the, what the other ones were, but I remember not wanting to do anything because it was, it was too much to focus and have, you know, living with ADHD, it's difficult already to focus as is. And most of us nowadays are, as I would call it, as ADHD positive <laughs> because we have so much information coming at us in every direction, every place. We can't, we cannot be ADHD, right? Um, and that's what we're able to hold focus. And that's why it's, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. That means that you are a master focuser. <laughs> if there is a word, if not, there is one now. You're a master focuser. That you can focus on one thing for a long period of time. One thing for a long period of time. Curiosity can be a long period of time. It can One week can feel like a long period of time. I'm not telling you to pick one thing for the year to do or for a month. One thing to do for a week. And if after a week you still want to continue going with it, then continue going with it. Yoga was for you. Um, um, 
meditation was another thing um you explore dance a little bit as well journaling um there was a couple of other things that you explored oh. and, and then the, you know your poems and the the things that you're passionate about they will stick those that you are not you will you will lose focus you will forget that's because they're not for you don't hold on to them let them go and say, okay, great. Wasn't for me. Line across. Just because the line is across does not mean you can never go back and revisit it if it ever comes up again. Right. I would make that a point as well because the mind does that. Crossed off, that's it, gone. And then it can create that FOMO. Uh, but remember, if it what's yours, if you release it, it will come back to you. If it's a thought, or if it's an idea, if it's a curiosity that's yours, it will come back to you. You do not need to hold on to the piece of paper unless it brings you joy, which is bizarre. It might not, but if it brings you joy by, you know, having the crossed off lines, then you can frame it. Look at it, though. a list of accomplishments. No, 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 no. And when one circled, this is it. And now you are living and breathing this gift that you covered that you weren't necessarily born with, but you were born with because the journey was to uncover it and get to this point. Yeah, exactly. So I think that pretty much answers both of the things that we were gonna talk about. Yeah, because bringing back with the yoga, I was gonna say that's something I was like, I, I got to the point where I was like, well, I think this is just for me, it's just my thing. And so I crossed it off the list of wanting to lead yoga. And then just back in September, the end of September, or no, it was the end of August, I got the idea to do yoga live videos. And now I've been doing them every Wednesday. So it's, it's never, you, it's not like you can't go back, like you're saying. That's always on your list of curiosities. If it was there before and if it's meant to be, it will come back. Yeah, definitely agree with that. And then you can do something about it then. But guess what? Some of us, um, we feel a little bit of guilt when we go back to the case that we had. And the guilt comes from a place of, I missed out on all of this time that I could have been pursuing this curiosity and I give up on it. But the thing is, that was also meant to happen because you were meant to go through you needed a break like every relationship you have a relationship with the curiosity right everything that we have in our life is a relationship whether it's with a pen or a human being or i don't know plants anything we do have a relationship with uh, other objects and we also have a relationship with ourselves and when we we all need a break once in a while with with this relationship so we can come back with a fresh set of eyes with an expanded mind with more lessons learned on this journey that guaranteed have or will or are helping with this curiosity that you needed to learn certain things because you weren't fully ready to, to explore that curiosity in the way that you wanted to, um, that you needed to learn a bunch of lessons so that way you are fully ready to go with it and follow it. 
right? Let's talk about your yoga, Bethany, because that's the best example that comes up for me right now. How was it with the yoga, the journey? Oh, it's been a, it's been amazing. It's, it's, it's hard to put like words, I guess, to express like the words behind it. Cause it just like, it's been just so expanding and growing and I've learned so much from it. Um, like physically, mentally, um, I mean, and it all just started with me just sitting down and doing a yoga challenge, me doing, okay, here's a 21 day yoga challenge. I'm going to try it out, see how it goes. And then it stuck. I redid the 21 day challenge again. Cause I'm like, Oh, I like that. Let's do it again. I'm going to do this until I master these, these classes, you know, of course I'm not, I haven't mastered them probably, but at the same time I have, because I've learned so much knowledge with doing yoga on my, myself. Mm-hmm. um or with myself by myself because <laughs> I used to go from just doing watching people do yoga now I am just doing my own flows when I'm like oh I feel like I need to do some yoga I know the exact poses that are going to help me in that instance and that's why I like to call my yoga intuitive flow yoga because it's really like okay this is what's going to help me right now I'm doing these poses um and so it can't like intuition came a part of it too and it just like each step of the way, I feel like it expanded more and more and more to get me to the point where I am today to where I'm being, a, I know I'm being a teacher with yoga, which I, wow, it's just amazing. <laughs> but see, but also one of the things that I wanted to, you know, remind you as well is that there was a break, there was what you're doing with yoga right now, this is something that you wanted to do in the beginning. This is where you, this was your curiosity. You were curious and you wanted to try going live and doing live video and doing uh, yoga lessons, uh, but you weren't ready. So you didn't fully drop the curiosity because part of it was still going because it's the yoga itself, the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then following the actual curiosity of the video, no, to, with the yoga. So even though it's like like a yoga teacher kind of curiosity, that it was more around the video part, right? And and that's where now that you're comfortable with yourself and with videos, why not? exactly and that's where it came down to why not why, yeah. just try it just try it once and see if it, if you like it if you don't like it you don't have to do it again yeah and I, you did try you also remember tried recording yourself and that curiosity when you did that no nope, yeah you didn't like it you're like no I don't want to do it no 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 right exactly I was like not for me this is like and I remember in um, other podcast episodes, when we were talking, with, it was one when we had Megan on, um, and yoga came up, and it was at that time I was like, "Yeah, I it's it's all it's for me. It's my self care. I don't really want to like, I don't want to teach it because it's my time, you know." But now it's like, "Yes, I have my time because I do yoga in the morning and I do it before bed, so I have plenty of my time yoga." So then it was like, "Ooh." okay so I can do both what ah like you know it's like aha yeah 
and you need to learn something to get yourself to that point where you're actually able to fully explore your curiosity. And the reason why I wanted to bring this experience up is because you fully understand it, Bethany, right? And those of you that have been listening, especially from the beginning, you would understand as well how, you know, it's, we need time to take that step to the next level, right? And you tried, and that's why when I was saying, pick one curiosity, try it for a week. For you, you might not need a week. You might need just one day, one minute, one hour to try it. And you're like, nope, not for me scratch it off right put a line across it so then you can go to the next one but the thing is it might still come back and it's your one curiosity can often be attached to you another one right yoga with video which they you know essentially they were two in one and and yet they were separate right. right? then like it and you move on, moved on to the next one really quick, right? So I wanted to bring that point home that you can try your curiosity, don't like it, it's fine, not for you, or maybe not yet. And don't forget about scratching it off or losing the paper because if it's meant to be yours, I'll come back. Um, your heart will, your heart never lies. That's where your intuition resides as well. You feel it in your heart and you just know, you just know. Uh, your wisdom is there as well. And uh, wisdom is a sense of knowing. It's not something that we learn because that's knowledge. Wisdom is something that you just know without even having an, exp an explanation of why you know the things that you know. You just know them. And knowledge can also become wisdom, which basically means that if you expose yourself to a certain experience, a certain knowledge for a long period of time, or long enough for it to just become something that you know, it, it, you understand it on the cellular level, like I like to refer to, that you don't need to sit down and learn it to, to get to the point because we can learn and learn and learn and learn and we can be book smart, but not what often is referred to as street smart. But it's not necessarily street smart. It's just you being able to understand and, and read your intuition, mm -hmm. Right, and listening to that voice, that wisdom voice of your higher coach. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much summed it up. Exercise your brain as well, which I did mention. I wanted to mention that again. Uh, meditation is one of the best exercises. So I know Bethany was talking about uh, that she meditated before picking the curiosity, which helped her. For those of you that have never meditated, start. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's simple and yet it doesn't feel simple it feels very scary because the uh the most simplest meditation is something that all of us avoid doing at all costs and that is to sit in silence and that means around you externally and in here internally sitting in silence externally and internally and just being 
in the moment without judging the moment or without trying to change it with your thoughts do it for just one minute start with one minute and that might already be too much for some people but start with what you're comfortable with and then when the chatter starts because it starts really quickly probably the moment you close your eyes the chatter can start in the beginning when you're just starting off but just say to yourself no mind right this is what uh dustin talks about in Zen meditation yeah. days and it's the 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 monkey chatter jay shetty talks about it as well uh that this is the monk approach no mind no mind no mind just remind yourself no mind it's not that you don't have a mind you just don't need that mind right now so you can you know you can you can just be because one of the things I help people do is find a balance between doing and being. And being is not just sitting in this monk state for a long time, because I can't do that for very long. I'm not going to come on and say that I do that. I, I can't do that for very long. For me, I can do it for 10 minutes max. And that's a lot because I started with not being able to do a minute. I am one of those people that I'm trying to talk to <laughs> that I could not sit still or internally and externally for more than a minute it took me a while to get there when i say a while i mean every day for a week non-stop that was one of my curiosities and um and that's where you start you start with just one minute of silence and moving up a little bit until you're able to sit there for much longer and before you know it you'll look at the clock or you're in a meditation with Dustin and you hear the little snap to click. I'm like, what already? I just said. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you tap right into the uh, the being, right? Mm -hmm. Still with yourself, because there's different times where we can be. We can be with our kids. We can be with ourselves. We can be with people and still be, um, and not having to do and then doing, right? So. Anyways, but you're in there, you jump right into the deep end and it gets snapped out of it. It's like, oh my God, already? That was really quick. Quick, It felt like I, not even a minute has gone by. Right. And then another thing with meditation, you can always find um, on YouTube, you can look up guided meditations. If Because that's what I did. I had trouble, you know, calming the clap the chatter so when I first started meditation it was those guided visual meditations those helped me tremendously but the the no mind I use it all the time when I meditate because it brings you that state of release like it's okay and then another thing I like to I like to think is like if a thought does come up well I'm gonna go pin it I'm gonna pin it over there we can come back to it later but right now like you're saying be here right now um, and those are little things that help me or just even saying I'm here now I'm here now like I yeah I got you can count you can do mantras like there's a lot of different things to help tether tether your mind to the now yeah but I really am glad you brought up that no mind because it's an amazing tool that I'm grateful that I, I was able to learn yeah, and thank you for bringing up the guided meditation on YouTube, because that was the other thing that uh, I know both both of us did as well, and 
um, I just went into the no mind part and the meditations are incredible and they are what helped me to strengthen my silent meditation right because i needed to be able to focus on other things aside from self the self-absorbed conversations and you know the to-do list that's still self-absorbed all the things that are going through that are with myself that i don't need to even see or care or um to deal with right now because that's going to be later so one of the other practices that I do is when I am let's say out and about whether it's in my house when I say out and about it's just going about doing things you know just picturing enjoying my life things are going great and then all of a sudden you know something might happen or a thought comes to mind of oh my god I forgot to do this and or oh my god I need to do this and it's like the panic sets in the anxiety comes in um and, and you know you start to feel discomfort so the moment I start to feel discomfort is I do take a moment to um understand what the discomfort is and where it's coming from which means what is that thought or sometimes it might be what is that feeling or emotion or is it mine um and quiet leg is coaching myself for a second really quickly of you know identifying what it is um so that way i can let it go and then there's sometimes where i feel like i don't need to um or I don't want to, and that that's fine, which means that I'm not ready to deal with it yet. So I don't need to, and I don't want to, that's fine. And then what I do is I go into the no mind, no mind, no mind, reminding myself that I do not need this right now. I don't need to deal with this right now. This is not happening right now. This is just the future um, that I, when the time comes, then. I can feel this way if I choose to, but it never actually happens that when the time comes, I will feel that same way. It's like, best example is we've we've all studied for exams and tests and a week before the exam, we're already starting to feel the dread, the discomfort, and I don't want to deal with it. And I'm going to fail. And this is going to be, you know, the, the black brain, the, I'm going to die, uh, as opposed to the white brain that says, it's going to be great and peachy. And I am going to get a hundred percent because I am the best, right? This is really the brain that really talks to us unless we train it. Okay. Exercise that I was talking about with the brain that can be trained. So we're going to the worst case scenario that we're going to die uh, without fully understanding the conversation that's happening, but parents are involved. There's going to be murder happening in the house. There's going to be police involved. There's going to be, you know, everybody's going to lose me. And I, <laughs> you know, that's it. This, this is it. If I fail this, this test, this exam. Um, and we're feeling it that whole time instead of reminding ourselves, no mind, no mind. Because if you studied, you've done what you need to, why worry? 
Because it just brings doubt, you know? When you worry, you're just doubting yourself and you're self-sabotaging by like clouding your brain. Exactly. And then that intuition that you were talking about, that clouds the intuition. That clouds the intuition. All of us, believe it or not, all of us are more than capable of if we attend class every single day, whether we're fully paying attention or not, we're able to ace the exam, any exam, if we just trusted our intuition. If we didn't doubt and say, no, 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 that doesn't seem right. Even though it feels right, it doesn't seem right. So we start to question our intuition and we change our answer on the test paper. And then we'll look back and say, fuck it. Why did I do that? I knew it. And yet I questioned myself. We've all done that. And if we just trust our intuition and remind ourselves, no mind, no mind, no mind, because I don't need to worry about it because I trust myself. I know all of this stuff, whether you said it or not, you know it because you've been exposed to it subconsciously. It's still there just because you look outside the window and you're only seeing the bird feeder, me, uh, doesn't mean that I don't see everything else that's happening. The subconscious mind still does. It's aware of everything. And if something is out of place, I will, you know, and if my mind is, you know, programmed, programmed um, seeing everything in place that needs to be, and I'll see it, right? So this exercise that we can do anytime, anywhere, and no one will have the slightest idea of what you're doing. And not only are you exercising your and strengthening your brain and your mind and your sense of control and discipline and focus and everything under the umbrella by simply shifting the state that you're in and you don't want to be in, that you don't need to be in, the state of what if, well, that's where it's coming from, the what if, what if the saber-toothed tiger is out there? Well, right now you're going to sleep. You don't need to worry about it. Let somebody else worry about it, right? So by simply reminding yourself, no mind, no mind, no mind, or I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. And I use those two depending on what it is. One, if it's too much planning going on, too much going on that's taking me away from what I'm doing and it's not benefiting me. Because, for example, when there's a lot of planning and a lot of ideas going on and I have my notebook and I'm able to write things down, then, yeah, great. I'll utilize that. Otherwise, no mind, no mind, no mind, because I don't need to worry about it. When I'm feeling a certain way and I don't want to deal with it, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. Or I take the time to uncover what it is and then I question it and I don't even have to tell myself that I'm safe because I realize how ridiculous this insane thought was of me getting murdered by my parents because I fail my exam or fail my test. Right, yeah. This is just the extreme examples of the reality of our minds, how it operates, how it's, I'm going to die, that's it. And we, sometimes we picture in the worst case scenario. Of course, I never pictured it in the way that I explained it, but I'm just saying, you know, the brain that's probably maybe that's where it went because I never actually explored and dug really deep of where my brain really went when my I was responsible for good marks because my parents were watching and we do perform better when there's somebody else there that keeps us accountable for our actions 
And when we don't have that person, we don't do anything, we feel like a failure and we want that person and we don't want that person. How do we become that person ourselves? Right? A lot of mumbo jumbo in there, but at the same time, <laughs> there's like... Um, uh, oh, there's a lot of gold in there though. Like, cause what you're saying with the no mind, no mind, no mind, I do that. And like, it depends on how I'm feeling or what I'm feeling. Cause there's times where I'll say to myself, like, um, hamsa, that's a mantra for release. Um, or I'll just say, I'm here now. Um, oh no, and the hamsa is also the, I am here now. Um, and it's like in different different um, it's I believe it's Sanskrit so sometimes it's not okay. yeah so it's not everyone's like forte it's not everyone but even saying to yourself I am here now I find that helps me a lot too um and also with the no mind one last week right last week I, in the group we were talking about the I am yeah yeah exactly yeah and those affirmations come into play because I will be like Oh, if I'm feeling worried, okay, well, Hamsa, I'm here right now. And what else am I? What am I? Like, what's going on? And sometimes going out in nature, that's another thing that like really helps is to just go out and look at the beauty. See, it's really cool right now in my, in my yard um, because the fall time. But if you look out, there's a color for each chakra in the leaves. I have yellow, orange, red, there's green, there's purple, and the blue sky. So I have all these reminders when I go outside of like these different things for my chakras, because each chakra means something different. So if I'm not feeling safe, I see the red, the red, you know, leaf, and I'm like, oh, but I am safe. Or, you know, like if I'm feeling down on myself, I see the orange and I'm like, but I'm creative and I'm, I'm powerful, you know, or the yellow, I'm strong. Like, yes, I got this. Or the green for, oh, I'm loved. Like, and there is so much love, um, you know, all that good stuff. But uh, it's just nature and like just bringing yourself back to that tether, like you were saying with the no mind that bring yourself back to right here, right now, because you can worry all you want and you're putting that focus on that worry. But what if you put that focus on stuff that are going to empower you? Because that worrying, and you've said this before, that worrying is showing you that you have some amazing focusing skills just shift that focus to where you want it to be and something that's going to expand you. And that's with like the no mind, the meditation, the breath, the self-assessment, you know, it's just bring yourself back. Yeah. We can become very, very easily and quickly obsessed over a negative thought or idea or an experience. But when it comes to the positive ones, we don't get as obsessed because they tend to come with guilt. Guilt of being better than your friends, being better than your family, or they might see you as better, or they might see you as a threat. The relationship or dynamic of relationships changing. So that's why we are less likely to succeed because we have been trained and programmed to think else and make sure that we are a good girl and that we don't 
hurt people intentionally, which basically means once you, you become aware of what you say and what you do online affects people and how it could possibly affect them in all the different ways. And especially if you are a people pleaser, you might find yourself in a place where you're scared to show up and contribute to the online world because you might step on someone's toes one way or another. So hence you uh, continue to play small and not show up for the people that need you. And most importantly for the person that will benefit the most from that growth and that is yourself, right? So, and that journey is very purposeful as well. Whatever journey each and every you is on because we're all on the journey every single human being is on the journey even if that journey is sitting in front of a tv and watching tv 24 7 and only getting up to go to the bathroom and to get food that is still a journey where that journey leads you is completely up to you and up to you paying attention to the signs that are trying to tell you when it's time to do something else or whether the journey is, you know, becoming the president. Right, exactly. Everyone is on a journey. And even the president, just because you become a person does not mean the journey ends. The journey ends and starts with one thing, and that is your breath. Mm -hmm. And I want to remind everyone that breath is the key to unlocking everything, including your unlimited potential. That you need to get your breath under control and that starts with understanding your breath by paying attention to it throughout the day that do you think that could be your curiosity for the next week definitely that's an amazing curiosity if there was if you're just to pick one your breath because you can cover so much by just focusing on your breath. Like that's where your balance and alignment alignment is, where you're grounding, you're centering. You know, when you want to feel that peace and harmony, hey, it's your breath. So I think that's an amazing way to, amazing place to start. Yeah. I agree. And if you have any questions about it, you can either message us, so we'll share what we know, or you can do some research yourself. That's how we also expand on our curiosities because I have limited knowledge. Bethany has limited knowledge, similar and yet different. You listen to somebody else's video, they'll have different knowledge. Somebody else will have different knowledge. And, and then in the end, you put all these puzzle pieces together and you create something of your own for yourself. And it really does start with sitting still and paying attention to yourself and to your body, maybe listening to your pulse. Good one. To remind you, hey, I'm here now. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Yeah. I never feel my purse on my wrist. So if you're one of those and you start to panic, oh my God, I can't feel a purse. Pulse, go to your neck. You'll always feel it there if you push it there. Um, and sometimes, you know, I remember when I started that practice of feeling my pulse, I could not find the pulse for the life of me, even listening to it here. And I would start to panic and I could feel my pulse but I in my head and everywhere but I can't feel under my fingers I'm like oh my god my fingers don't work <laughs> right but because I was focusing on the negative 
by me focusing in negative, I get to experience the negative and it expands and becomes worse and worse and worse. But then I'm like, no, wait a minute. My fingers are fine. I have a pulse. I can't not have a pulse and, you know, be in this panic state. So let's find it. Try a different way and try both. I'm like, oh, there it is. It's like, if you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. Um, and when it comes to, you know, exploring your breath, pay attention to, take notes, start journaling. Um, for one week, any shift in your breath, any change in your breath, explore it. Where is it coming from? What's causing it? Um, why are you clear on the thought? What emotion are you feeling, experiencing? And then that doesn't take very long. That takes like maybe a minute. And then, okay, don't like this. What do I want instead? And then on this one, you can focus for much longer. You can focus on for as long as you want. And, but I, I, the, the reason for this is I want you to understand the changes of breath and I want you to be able to notice that because you got to start noticing the changes before you can do something about it and understanding them before you can fully do something about it. So notice a change, acknowledge it, validate it, work through it if you want to. And if not, then just, okay, what do I want to set? I don't want this, right? I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to think about it. I want to think and worry about this and the things that I actually want. And whatever it is, focus on that for as long as you're able to. And, and magnet. like you start looking at it, the way that we start looking at any kind of situation that is uh, uncomfortable is through a tiny little magnifying glass, that little light that shoots through the magnifying glass through, <laughs> through the sun, right? So this is how we focus on this and, and we feel that, that jolt. But I want you to, um, I think you move in the magnifying glass and it expands, it gets bigger. So I want you to move in that magnifying glass and expand it until it's like really close, I guess. Or another um, visual effect of you're looking at this magnifying glass or just looking at this one light thought and you can expand it by you know by flying away from it and seeing the bigger picture so the same thing is going to happen and, and that little speck of light will be so much smaller when we focus on the positive and it's much bigger when we focus on the negative so by expanding on the positive and just every time you can add to this visual picture that you have just add one new thing, maybe a new color, maybe a new experience, maybe a new thought, and just continue expanding on this visual reminder for yourself, right? Visual in the mind, or if you want to take it up a notch or two, do a vision board. Yeah. Right. So that's, I think, pretty much everything that I can think of under the umbrella of gifts. I know there's a lot more to it and we can expand more, but this is just the, the basics, all in one, starting from the brain, the heart, um, the breath, and everything that is connected to each and every 
gift that you were born with and then expand it upon it's like layer upon layer it's like um if you've ever seen how in really big companies how the network works we start with the, the big person and then the next one and next one and just each one expands more and more and more especially if it's a really big company it just seems to keep going and going and going down down that list until you have like so many that's kind of like how all of these gifts that we we're born with are yeah they are unlimited and it continues to expand the more you pay attention so the more you pay attention to the negative thought, that will expand. The more you pay attention to the positive, that will expand. The more you focus on your curiosity, that will expand. The more you focus on learning about your breath, that will expand. And that's why one focus is best. But if you want to give yourself a challenge, do two. But one is going to be more than enough of a challenge. So curiosity list, pick one thing. And go with it and then you can you can add to it right if one is not enough next day or a couple of days later you can add another one never know yeah you can always go back and add more if some new curiosities come to mind write it down like it's never too late to add more to your list like we we have this journey of life and it's just full of experiences and opportunities and why hinder yourself to only a few when you can expand outwardly and try multiple things like but like you said, it's good to start with one so you don't overwhelm yourself because overwhelm brings burnout. And then burnout brings where to your point of not wanting to do anything. And you just, well, no, this is too hard. And you shut down. But by focusing by that one little thing, you're, you're allowing your mind to be more open to it, I feel like as well. Like you're, you're having that awareness and, and you, yeah, you just, you bring a spotlight to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, yes. You bring the spotlight to it. And it's not overwhelming because it's one thing. Yeah, exactly. It's just one thing, one spotlight to one capacity. And you keep exploring, right? Um, this is the spotlight that I got. I want to share. Oh, it's yeah. a tiny little That's light, so it's really bright. Watch your eyes. <laughs> and the the colors they actually changed so i changed this one it was this was a, a different one originally it was more orangey this one is more unicorny like i said the, the two different shades and um yeah yeah i like lights i don't know if you guys can tell twinkly lights here i have my diva light on i have this light on i want more lights i love to me it's like it just reminds me of my childhood being out in the dark forest don't ask questions <laughs> uh, i love humor um nothing dangerous out in the dark forest and seeing those light bugs yes the light bugs are oh it's amazing yeah so that's what, like this reminds me of the stars the starry night and the light bugs and it's just like it's it's the atmosphere it's the ambience mm -hmm. it's the feeling and to me when i saw this light i was looking at it and looking at it i put it down i'm like looking at it looking at it I'm like why do i keep looking at it something about it just feels magical and that's why 
I got it. And it was the last one. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm going to have, cause I like lights. I'm going to have more. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like it a lot. It adds more to the background too, as well. Yeah, well, add that more illumination, illuminates, you know? <laughs> and it hides the, <laughs> the, sh the shitty wall behind there. Because this is like plywood uh, wallpaper type of stuff that has been here since the 1900s. Because this house, this basement has not been updated since it was built. Uh, someone is wanting to be in a spotlight. <laughs> Yeah. Hi, Hi Ramsey. Yeah, he wanted to say hello. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, closing thoughts. Um, I have a poem yeah. that I would like to share. Um, so I shared this one Sunday, um, but it aligns so well with our topic. Um, so here I go. Sharpen your awareness with all the wisdom within and around you. This will bring growth to your being. And for that, I'm extremely happy and grateful. Mm. I love that. The word that stood out to me the most is growth. Yeah. I find that sometimes I hear poems and there's just one word or a couple of words that really stand out that is the root of everything else that's around it. And the way that I heard it is that all of your experiences cause you to grow. And the way that I understand it is that we have a choice to grow or not to grow. Yeah, exactly. The choice is yours. What are you gonna do with it? Are you gonna expand or are you gonna drain yourself? Yeah. And um. it doesn't have to be drastic. Again, your curiosity list. One thing on there. If you wanted to be drastic, you'd be picking three things. And that was me. And I'll tell you, like I already told you, it wasn't it, it was fun and I it was great and I learned a lot, but I didn't stick to to them. Even the video yeah. didn't stick to. I ended up taking a break from videos for almost a year. And uh, I didn't like that because I really enjoyed doing videos. And yeah. so that's, yeah. that's what I heard from that poem. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I, I love hearing people's interpretations of what I write because it's different for everyone. You're going to, like you said, you're going to each, so everyone different is going to pick on a, pick up on a word with what you're going through at the moment or like how you're feeling, you know? So it's really cool to hear that. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Welcome. And I'm curious to hear what inspired you to write it. Uh, what inspired me to write it was um, that day for water activation. It was my crown chakra. Um, and each day I, so I have a list of my values. I write down every day. This is my, this is what I'm striving for. This is who I am, my values. And I will pick three things out of my value as it coincides with that chakra for the day or which is how I'm feeling or what I'm desiring. So what came up for that day, it was awareness, wisdom, and gratitude. And then that's where everything else kind of flows afterwards. Mm -hmm. So it was self-awareness and realization moment is what I hear. Like um, deeper awareness 
Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, sharpen like your, yeah, exactly what you said, your, your inner, your higher self, you know, or sharpen that, that, that intuition that you have already and your inner awareness and you, and be with that wisdom that you have already within and that will bring growth. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. And I love how you Uh, keep track of how each, basically the story behind each poem, right? And remembering what you were experiencing or going through when you wrote that poem, right? When you did that. And I'm just trying to think like that approach is really, I think what we were talking about as well, is like becoming aware of, um, of everything and, and doing it. Yeah. Um, Going after those curiosities and doing it, finding your gifts. Become the powerful warrior unicorn that you can be, that you are. <laughs> That's right. And reminding yourself that you're a goddamn unicorn. Just practice saying it once in a while to yourself. I'm a goddamn unicorn. No one can bring me down because nobody knows me and nobody will ever know me no matter how much they try. It's sad in a way, but at the same time, it's powerful because your job is to help people to really understand themselves more by being around you by then trying to understand you they really understand themselves more yeah right and we all do the same by going through all the experiences all the interactions as if we are a full approach of like what's in it for me but not in a selfish way not in a negative selfish way because at the end of the day you know selfish is not a bad thing and we are all selfish we need to be selfish in order for us to be our best version of themselves of ourselves we need to right we need to put ourselves first we need to make sure that we are fed before we go and feed our children um as you know as some mothers will say oh my god that's horrible i could never do that but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are a good mother either. In my opinion, a good mother, or also in my experience, because I've I've done both, where I put my kids first and then I've learned to put myself first. And in my experience and observing and seeing my kids as the evidence of what works and what doesn't for me, right? And I want to emphasize that this worked for me, not for everyone by you know stepping back a little bit giving them more reins more trust they're you know not spoon feeding them they're more than capable of taking care of themselves and which gives me more time for myself and by me um like also thinking of my my good days and my bad days we all have them no matter how perfect we might come across we all have them my bad days my fuse is very short my good days, I have no fuse. Okay, the extreme black and white again. And when 
it is a bad day. It doesn't benefit anyone, and especially me. And by paying attention to my bad days and what could have caused it, it's unhealthy habits. Really. Um, when it comes to sleep, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to water, when it comes to Halloween candy, um, guilty, especially right now, right? When it comes to exercise, when it comes to me taking care of myself, when it comes to me showering or not showering, washing my hair or not washing my hair, when I am taken care of, I feel great. I have no fumes. And anything that, that happens, I... I can, I'm in control, basically. That's the way that I would describe it. That I am unshakable. And I'm unbreakable. And when I don't, when I haven't taken care of myself, I am, you know, looking at how I would react as opposed to respond. I'm not a great mother. But at the same time, all of these things happen for a reason, which means that this reason was not only for me, it was for that individual that was, was so lucky to be on the, on the receiving end of this interaction, that they need to learn something and I need to learn something, right? And that can benefit both of us in the future, which means that if you feel like you're fucking up your kids, there's nothing wrong with that. And that just means that you are aware that you are perhaps maybe crossing the line somewhere and to take notes for yourself on where that is and what you can do about it and then start that change, okay? And for most of us, it will be, I need that five minutes in the morning for myself before I hear my screaming kids yeah. or before bed right um so if that's what you need have it take it start it do it you deserve it right? um and don't worry about messing up your kids too much worry about it but not too much right <laughs> Because worry means that you actually want to do something about it. But if you completely not worry, you continue going on that same journey, then nothing changes and things will stay the same. And the same amount of damage can continue to get you know, put on or whatever we want to call it with uh, onto our kids. And we don't want that. And I'm sure you don't want that. And if you don't want that, then you do have choices and can go about a different way. Now, this, this conversation is nothing to do with <laughs> to do with what we're talking about because again in there that will be breath will be part of that your heart will be part of that because you'll feel that in there your head will be part of that your intuition your wisdom everything will be part of that so at the end of the day this conversation is still part of that uh, and maybe the reason why is because this might some be something that you're curious about curious about how to eliminate anger out of your life when it comes to dealing with your kids Curious about how do I take care of myself? How do I put myself first when all I know is how to put everybody else first, especially my kids? Because that is really hard to do for mothers. Definitely. And something I learned was you can't give from an empty cup. Like there's nothing to give. But if you fill your cup up, you have so much more to give, so much love to give. 
and your fuse there's no fuse really sure I have my times where like I'll get a fuse in there but it's a lot different than where it was where in the past before I did self-care and like took care of myself filled my cup up I would come at a place of anger oh this would happen instant anger instant yelling but now yeah yeah and there's resentment and now I'm like okay, well, my cup's filled. I filled my cup up and I have that breath, like you're saying. And I remember my higher self, my, that inner coach comes up and it's like, Hey, remember? And of course you're going to have your inner critic. You're going to have your ego come out too, but having the balance with it all. And it all starts with your breath and really finding that time for yourself. Cause we all have it. If it means waking up five, five minutes earlier than what you usually do. So you can make sure you have that time, do it. If you stay up an extra five minutes, just so you have that time, do that as well. Because over time you start to sharpen it and it'll just come natural. You'll find those little moments in the, during the day where it's like, Oh, I got five minutes. Cool. I'm going to fill my cup up real quick. Now. Mm. Yeah. And the feeling itself will become uh, big enough of a reward. Yes. In the beginning, it might be, it might not feel like it, or it might be the other <clears throat> where you feel the reward by following through what you want it, and then all of a sudden it dwindles away, and you no longer feel that uh, that just by completing this, whatever this is, that it's a reward enough on its own. Right. I use an example from my experience where waking up in the morning, I used to wake up at 530 in the morning um, and spend the time for myself. It came to a point where it didn't feel rewarding in, anymore. It almost felt like a punishment in a way that I would much rather prefer to stay up late than wake up early because I was trying to change myself in the way that I wasn't even built yeah. right so you gotta go with the clock that you are already operating on if you're a morning person you're a morning person if you're a night person you're a night person changing that um can disrupt the whole thing it's not that you can't do it mm-hmm. very many people have and that's uh- I wanted to do that I wanted to change myself and one day I, I I feel like if I'm meant to be that person I will become that person it will happen naturally but for me there was resistance coming up and and I've had to learn to let go of my attachment to you know this vision that I had for the morning because it was this beautiful vision that I had of how my mornings would go. And, you know, after six months of trying, it didn't happen, took a break, another three months of trying didn't happen. And I said, well, why am I trying to, you know, climb down the ladder with my head first? Right. It's really hard to do. So that's how it felt like I was trying to climb down the ladder when I have no upper body strength. I can't walk myself on my arms. That's what I was trying to do. It was great in the beginning. And I was there was a lot of fire and everything. But then that dwindles down. And that is when you get to see if that curiosity of yours is actually your passion or not. 
So that was one of my curiosities. It was fun exploring it. It was great, but I do prefer to stay up at night. I have a lot more energy. And I mean, based on the books, the book that I read, it makes perfect sense, but I should be sleeping at that time. So. <laughs> hey, I'm the same way. I'd rather, I like staying up late and sleeping in a little bit. And I tried to wear, like I go to bed early and I wake up early and yeah, you know, I had that fire at first. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I love this. But then it, like you said, it started to become like a chore. Like it was like, like a punishment. Like, oh, I have to get up early again. Like, oh, I just want to sleep in, you know, I want to stay up late. And so I like, I just went, you know, I tried the curiosity wasn't necessarily for me. So my thing is like, I go to bed when I'm absolutely tired. I wake up when I'm rested and I'm grateful that I have a lifestyle where I can do that. Cause there's some people that can't do that because of their work schedule. Like you have a work schedule, so you have to stick with it. So you kind of have to go around that too. But for me, like I'm, I'm pretty, being a stay-at-home mom, I'm able to make my own schedule. And so I've made that for myself, but it all came from me trying my curiosities, figuring out like, no, that wasn't for me. And it's okay. It wasn't for me, but Hey, at least you tried. At least you went and you did something. Yeah. And you weren't afraid to fail. That didn't stop you. You tried. Yeah. Cause failure shows you lessons, shows you what, why and you can explore to why didn't that work like figure it out oh well this is why it's not how I'm built (laughs) it's not like my um can't think of the word um my makeup you know the makeup of your body that's just not yeah the blueprint that's just not how it is and it's okay and it's good to accept yourself for who you are as well exactly and there was something you said I'm like um I wanted to expand on a tiny bit and, and then went away. Um, anyways, I guess it doesn't matter. Was it wasn't meant to be? Maybe it's the next next video. Maybe we'll come to you. Yeah. Exactly. Well, anyways, other than that, I think we have gone a little bit past our time because typically we do like to uh, do the video for about 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes tops, but this topic is um is a really hot topic and uh-huh. in pretty deep and yet it's still just on the surface right yeah because you can go deeper exactly. everyone that wants to do something about it will have something that they want to go into deeper based on you know what awareness that they have gained what curiosity they have gained and continue to go you know exploring it a little bit right mm-hmm. uh, the whole phrase each their own right? yeah you you do you i do me you do your curiosities i do mine and they might be similar uh, they might even come across and sound exactly the same but they will be different even if we did the same exact thing we will have different experiences uh we would learn different lessons it would still be very different. Yeah, because we're all a part of our own journey and it's all different. And that's that's the beautiful thing about life is none of our journeys are going to be the same. They're all different. And that's how we can learn from each other is by looking at each other's different experiences 
because that's something you didn't necessarily go through. So you can learn from that person's experience because they went went through it. And it gives you more insight and expands your wisdom, your knowledge and your growth and all that good stuff. Exactly. And we can grow on our own. I mean, we can, don't get me wrong, but people in our life, they help us grow so much more by pushing our buttons and stuff in us that we then can say, oh, I didn't know this was here. Thanks. I can now deal with it. And if it's a really bad button, you know, disconnect it so that way it doesn't go off anymore. Uh, chances are it doesn't benefit anyone, right? Um, anger never really benefited anyone. Nothing good happened in the midst of anger, as far as I know, okay? Um, so the one thing that I forgot that I you know, came to mind is when you were talking about failure, is that it's only failure when we quit. True. Yes, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Because if we continue going, and here's the thing, there's a different, uh, there's a, a difference between I quit and I don't want to deal with it, or I quit, I, I got enough of this. I'm good. Thanks. I quit, right? Or quit, I can't do it no more. So when you quit from a place that I can't do it, that's the quit that I believe that is attached to failure. But if you quit because you've explored enough and there's, you know, curiosity, you explored it, explored it, and it's like, eh, not for me. Like the, you know, my 5.30 a.m. waking up. It's not for me. Um, I quit it. Yeah. Did I fail? No. Because I got to learn a lot what I needed. And later on, if it comes back and if I want to try again, I'll try again. But for now, I'm good. I like to go to sleep when I feel like it, like you. And I like to wake up when I feel like it, when, you know, my body and my mind is ready because, you know, I also went from waking up in the morning and instantly having a list run in my mind and it was for everything and anything to now waking up in the morning and not having a list. And it's just the one thing one thing that I need to do and that's it right what is the most important for me right now okay and then because if I sit here and I say okay I have a 10 o'clock call and I have an 11 o'clock and I have a 12 and I have a one o'clock and I have this and that and it's like oh my god I, I, I don't have anything right because this is not doesn't feel like it's for me even though it is it feels like I'm doing everything else and I don't want to do it. And then I don't want to wake up. I will dread because I have to do all of these things. And when I just wake up, I'm doing this one thing right now. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go glass of, get a, a glass of water. Right? Whether I want to whisper into it, I'll decide when I get there. Exactly. Yeah, that's like it's that self-care in the morning. That's the first thing. Self-care. Nothing else matters after. But, but after, well, of course, other things matter. But you know, in that moment, like that self care is the thing to do. 
And it's just been really empowering to be that way. Cause I, I had stuff in my head, like, oh, well today, okay, today's Wednesday. I got to do this, 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 this. And then you get overwhelmed. Like, oh gosh, there's so much to do. Like, oh, what am I going to, like, how am I going to handle this? But when you're focusing on yourself, getting that self-care in to fill your cup up, yes, you slept. So that self-care is just going to fill you up a little more, you know, just a little bit more, top it off. And then you can handle your to-do list. You can handle whatever you got to do after that point. Yeah. Or using no mind, no mind, no mind. Or I'm safe. In the mornings when my list would pop up into my mind, I would say no mind, no mind, no, no. No, thank you. No, no, no mind. <laughs> yeah, and that's my affirmations and I am statements come in because then I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just thinking about the affirmations, the yeah. who I am as a person. Yeah, and then and, and that's where it comes to for the uh, for me. That's where it also came to as well, where it started with no mind, no mind, no mind. Need to shut that program down. Okay. Shh yeah it'll still be running there in the background but it can be muted and and slowly switching to one you know no mind no mind no mind and then i am this i am that my affirmations i like to do the i am statements and i remind myself of who i am and who i want to be who i desire to be um and and yeah and then it just waking up in the morning and it's just the statements on their own you know changing the record um initially you gotta physically get up lift up you remember those really old record players when they used to scroll? i do i remember screwing around yeah. as well um yeah. <laughs> it's like you gotta physically get up lift up this you know the, the sound part of the machine lift up the what is it called i forgot the the record player lift up the record player put it away okay mm -hmm. also don't want to scratch that up either and you one on and put the thing down and then you know let it start playing you gotta start from the beginning changing the record player and it will come to a point where that record would already be in a record player and you no longer have to change it anymore. Mm -hmm. And you look forward to it. You know, that's something like you're looking forward to waking up because I look forward to waking up every morning to do that little bit of time of those affirmations. I am statements, you know, just that self-care. I am so excited for the morning. And before it'd be like, oh, I just want to sleep. <laughs> so yeah and also those i am affirmation statements they too can become like a dreadful thing that i have to do if it started feeling like that and you know it's beneficial question it right where is this coming from what are you what are you trying to avoid and i like to ask that question because the response typically is i'm trying to avoid feeling good because I don't believe I deserve to feel good or I'm not ready. I'm not ready to feel good all the time. Okay. So if that is what you're hearing, why not? Why do you not believe that you are deserving? If not you, then who would you suggest? Who would you give your feel good to vibes and energy to if you don't want it? 
somebody else wants it. So who do you want to give it to? And you want to give it to them? Go ahead, give it to them. But chances are, the child will come through and say, no, it's mine. I want it. They have their own. They don't need mine. They need to deal with their own, their own stuff, their own toys. This is mine, right? So if that's the case, then that means that you do actually believe you deserve it on a subconscious level. You take your power back. Yeah, take your power back, exactly. Consciously, become aware of it. You might have to do it a couple of times or once might be enough for you. And you'll take your power back, like Bethany said, and it'll be yours forevermore. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. Long enough. <laughs> hopefully this was helpful to each and every one of you um i i guess the reason why it was longer is because we were live on the public facebook page of mine ours because it'll be on your page as well i gotta double check the tag and that's uh, the group we do keep it shorter we i don't know when we'll be coming on live in the public on the public page because we'd like to keep it in the group so it's more you want it you gotta be part of it <laughs> right um other than that until next wednesday i don't have a particular topic in mind right now but i'm pretty sure we'll come up with something definitely well thank you so much i had a blast and as everyone saw that when we get together we just we just go because it just comes natural it's a beautiful thing and i love it so thank you so much and i appreciate you and I hope you and everyone has a fabulous blessed day yes thank you and it's very true when we get uh -huh. together we just start to flow and lose track of time we can talk for hours we can take a whole entire day and talk there's always so much so if you watch this far give us a wave and say I watch until the end <laughs> I like to see. I like to see how many of you actually watch from beginning to the very end, and your biggest takeaway. Right, your biggest takeaway might be you want curiosity that you want to start and following, right? Or might maybe you took me up on that challenge, that offer of breath being your first uh, curiosity that you want to follow and explore and strengthen, and because that's something you will continue to practice you, you can't you can't just quit because once you become aware of your breath there's no going back <laughs> and that's a good thing right there's no going back and it's a good thing because then you're like okay i got this i got this breath thing down after how many years right it's like with yeah and all the lights behind you it's like you see the light you know, you see that light that, that's shining through and you're like, oh, I like that. I want more of it. Give me more. Yes. You know, you get that fire. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you so much. Until next Wednesday, much love to each and every one of you, and especially to you, Bethany. Until next week. Bye. Bye.